0: Welcome back to Stationery and Sassy, a Fast and Furious quarantine podcast. I'm your host, Penelope P. Fiffin.
1: And I'm your other host, Jamie Hampton.
0: How's it going, Jamie? It's,
1: it's good. How's it going?
0: I'm doing okay, thank you. So, our listeners might be slightly confused, because we've done all of the Fast and Furious movies. We have done the, like, super secret Vin Diesel fan art short movie. But we're back, and it's not because Fast and Furious Nine has come out. We were instead turned on to uh, Fast and Furious Spy Racers by our good friend Carrie Miller. Spy I was so friend-
1: excited when I found out that there was a Fast and Furious <laughs> spin-off cartoon. I only watch cartoons normally, um, so watching non-cartoons is like a little bit out of my comfort zone. <laughs> So I'm excited to be back to cartoons. I did not know there was a Fast and Furious cartoon. I did not know there was a Netflix original. I did not know when we first even were talking about this, we were like, oh, yeah, there's one season. And then I looked it up and there's actually two seasons because season two came out like one week ago because this is like current modern television.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so so I, I watched the first episode. You watched the first two episodes. Actually, and-
1: I did. I only watched one
0: okay great uh i decided i
1: didn't want to know more about it than you
0: and so we're going to talk about the the first episode and maybe have a discussion about whether we're going to watch uh all two seasons uh of this so um i'll start as i always do by asking you uh what your top line takeaway from this is (laughs) and for those of you who (laughs) can't see Jamie they have just burst into like laughter and are holding their face grinning well Uh,
1: here's the thing so I know how you feel about this because you texted me after you watched it and said oh no it's bad
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh and
1: and now you're asking me for my top line takeaway and I get to tell you unironically that I thought it was great (laughs) I loved it (laughs) <laughs> i th- i don't know if you think it's bad i think it's good i mean it's for kids but i knew it was gonna be for kids and like as a show for kids i think it's great i think it has the whole vibe of the fast and furious it's got like the right aesthetic going on it feels like the earlier movies where they're doing a lot of street racing the characters are charming i like i like it's i think it's great. <laughs> This is why oh, I didn't no. want to do soft talk before we started, because I, I didn't want you to know that I thought it was great.
0: Gosh, okay. So, like, I don't know. I i did not like it. Well, what did
1: you like about it?
0: I don't know. It, bega- it began to pick up for me towards the end of the episode, I will acknowledge. But um, I thought the animation was a little rough. I thought, the
1: right... I, I thought the animation was pretty good, except for Vin Diesel was really, was oh, really God, rough.
0: Yeah. yeah, CG, CG didn't, Vin Diesel We was, actually
1: um... had a whole conversation about this, because, like, the reason he looked bad is because they tried to make him more photorealistic than all the other characters, and I'm wondering yeah, yeah. if, like, Vin Diesel himself was like, no, make it look more like me.
0: <laughs> yeah, um. No, I couldn't, I couldn't abide by CG Vin Diesel at all. That was, there was one scene when they were like racing through the houses and there was like a pulled back shot of like, from above of like a number of houses. And it was like, it just looked really fake. It just looked really, really fake. I don't know. I found the writing to be just like a little bit hammy. Like It's for kids. Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe <laughs> I need to. Maybe I need to like adjust my expectations going in uh, a little bit. I will say I really enjoyed the introduction of uh, Miss Nowhere because it. Uh, if we if we bring this back to sort of like you and I having serious uh, analysis of the Fast and Furious series, like this character sort of hints at a ranking in the Nobody organization, which I think is re- is really compelling. <laughs> So, I mean, obviously, this is not canon, right? Like, it's very clear that this is not part of the Fast and Furious canon. But Wouldn't it be
1: wild like, if it was?
0: Star like if Wars does nine... this.
1: Star Wars does like, does, like, cartoons and, like, they're, I mean, they are considered canon, but you don't expect them to, like, come up in, like, the mm-hmm. bigger universe stuff. And, like, they have been starting to do that. And I'm just picturing Ooh. a world where, like, the characters from this cartoon like cameo in like nine or ten
0: like Tony Toretto shows up
1: yeah actually Tony Toretto is the least compelling of all the characters all of the other kids I really love Frosty is my favorite they have like big non-binary energy (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh is this the is that the hacker yeah one yeah 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 yeah, I super I enjoyed that character um (laughs) I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just a mood. But I, I was not. I would, I will, I will say this. I think I was having more of a good time towards the end of the episode when it, like they were actually doing stuff. I think the the y sections were just they like there was a, there was a bit of exposition in this episode. I think to set up the universe, and I was just like, not none of this is enjoyable for me. <laughs>
1: I think it's two things happening. I think, one, it's it's for kids, and I watch a lot of cartoons, so, like, I, right. can, I consume a lot of media that's for kids, and, like, I like, media for kids can be really smart and compelling, um, but, like, there are things about it where you can tell that it's for kids, and I'm used to that. Yeah. And then, two, I think that, like, it's really common for the first couple of episodes to be, like, rough, because you have to, like, put a lot into it. Um, I think right. in a lot of cartoons, like it takes a few before I like really kind of get into the vibe of like a cartoon. So I think we should continue.
0: Okay. Okay. You have, you've, con- I will watch two more episodes and we can come back next week. Okay. And um, I will say like, I'm interested to see where the infiltrate a evil racing organization plot line goes. Right. So like, the core piece of this is that, like, Shifter, are this is for the audience at home, who- Who probably now-
1: haven't <laughs> seen Fast and Furious spy racers.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, it's basically, it centers around um, Shifter, this evil racing organization that's, like, ooh, mysterious. And the episode starts with them, like, invading a boat- to like steal some some something onto a USB key, maybe it's money, maybe it's nuclear launch codes. I was really unclear about that. They implied uh, that it was money,
1: but then they it was and they they also started mentioned, talking about multiple keys.
0: Yeah, but they also mentioned something about nuclear weapons randomly somewhere in the episode. Um. I don't
1: think we're <laughs> supposed to know what Shifter is up to yet at this point after one episode. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we don't know, and then and then. Tony Toretto, which is is the younger brother
1: question mark cousin of Dominic, Dom his cousin.
0: Ah, okay, younger cousin of Dominic Toretto is like a teenage street racer with his teenage friends, whose names I have completely forgotten. Echo
1: is the girl. uh Uh, she's a total badass frosty is the hacker with big non-binary energy i forget the name of the other the guy but he's also very good
0: yeah um and they all have their own like personalized vehicles frosty doesn't right because they are not old enough to drive and like uh he tony does a street race against mitch who for some reason has a rocket car uh
1: <laughs> uh, I'm looking up the name of the other character cuz it's like going to bother me. Cisco.
0: Yeah. Cisco. Uh and then and then they meet Dom Toretto and Dom gets kidnapped and then they like very race.
1: dramatically like he's like okay bye and then he turns around and they just like put him in a car. <laughs> yeah, and it,
0: like I so I knew something was up when that happened because I was like Dom has, like, escaped from, like, airplanes and, like, nuclear submarines and, like, you know, has organized entire plots while, like, being a, like, Dom's a badass. No no two randos are kidnapping Dom. I was absolutely
1: ready to be like, this is bad writing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But
1: it wasn't. It was great writing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I knew something was up. I was like what i was like what is this i was like why is he getting kidnapped in front of his cousin like he is clearly orchestrated i knew that was coming uh and then we meet mrs nowhere who is part of the nobody organization and she tells the kids they have to go like battle against shifter this evil race organization and then they have to Oh, then they like go hack a mainframe to get into the recruitment race or something.
1: First, they have to figure out where the race is,
0: right? And they right, go right, right.
1: like hack their not friend Mitch's phone to like get his. They like clone his messages, which kind of is actually how technology works. It doesn't have like a nice GUI like it did in the show, but um, that is real, realer hacking than a lot of the hacking that's happened in this in this <laughs> franchise. Yeah, and then guess, yeah. then they have to get in, they steal his car because it has like a chip, and they have to hack into the mainframe to like replace the retina scan.
0: Right, right. That's correct. Yeah. And then and then that's kind of where the episode finishes, basically.
1: Yeah, he's like about to do this race with Shifter, but they haven't done oh. the race yet.
0: And the Shifter recruiter lady knows he has been replaced at the oh, end yeah. of the episode. You're right. And then like and like stares at him all evilly
1: my favorite thing about shifter is this like crazy underground racing place that they have like they go through (laughs) this they go down this thing and they're gonna do this race and I was imagining it like being like in maybe Tokyo Drift where they're like have closed down like a parking ramp or something and then they go in Uh and it's like a whole racetrack with like stands and like spectators and I was like what is what is this
0: yeah. How do uh, all these
1: people know about this super secret thing? <laughs> yeah. Another uh, thing I like is that the recruiter lady's name is Layla. And they're like, oh, you have to go. And like Layla's going to be there, and she's very dangerous. And you have to impress her, but she might have you killed. And Frosty is like, oh, my God, we're going to meet her. That's amazing. And like they're literally <laughs> on the phone like, okay, we'll get out of there. Because if she sees you, she's going to kill you. And they're like oh, I'm going to get to meet her. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we like this. We've decided we like this. I do. I think your enthusiasm for this is, like, turning me onto it. Like, it's helping me believe a little bit.
1: There were so many things I liked about it, honestly. I liked when Echo stole Mitch's car. Mm-hmm. She was just like, hey, get out of the car. And he gets out of the car, and then she just gets in and drives away.
0: Yeah. So, 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 um, it's funny. Mitch is voice acted by a YouTuber that I have been watching for years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking the up voice the voices. Jim, Jimmy Tatro, and uh, he he has produced like, just like a bunch of like pretty decent youtube comedy for the last seven or eight yet like a really long time and i was just like oh that's jimmy titrow
1: <laughs> so tony toretto is voiced by the guy from teen wolf okay <laughs> and echo is voiced by the same voice actor that does diva in overwatch which i think is funny I. Vin Diesel does voice Dom Tretto. I did look that up to make sure that it was actually Vin Diesel and not someone doing a voice.
0: I know, but it, like, it didn't sound right. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: I mean, I think it just looked so silly that, like... Yeah. Because it really did look very silly.
0: (laughs) I'm sort of wondering if, like, because my brain couldn't map the, like, horrible, horrible CG job (laughs) job they did on, on Vin Diesel onto vin diesel but i then couldn't hear it as him like
1: if you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i do
0: and so like gosh i i really hope we don't see very much of vin diesel in this series
1: (laughs) i i doubt it because like they don't want to pay vin diesel for every episode
0: well but he was the executive producer right which means he he Mm -hmm. fine
1: okay we'll see (laughs) That right. lends credence to my idea that he was the one that was like, no, make it look more like me though.
0: <laughs> um I I have a wonder. I have a I have a think. Um, what if Vin Diesel is just like himself obsessed with the Fast and Furious universe? And so is just paying to make all of these random like offshoots.
1: I love that. More power to him, man.
0: Because like he he made he wrote and made uh los los uh is it los mm-hmm. and he was the, he's the executive producer on this thing like i and i also wonder if he uses uh fast and Furious spy races as the basis for a Dungeons and dragons campaign does it not feel like the four of them are Dungeons and dragons party i
1: also thought of that while I was watching it yes <laughs> the way that they each had like their own little mission had Dungeons and Dragons energy. I do think I like this idea because as I said in the last episode, my new life goal is to play in a fast and furious Dungeons and Dragons game with Vin Diesel. And if he's, (laughs) if he's this obsessed with fast and furious is we're like creating this narrative that could happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think we should consider doing a, stationary and sassy fast and furious themed dungeons and dragons oh, campaign that's
1: a really good idea
0: <laughs> although you, you would have to edit it and then so for the folks at home who don't know jamie does all of our editing <laughs> and that that means that when we do complicated episodes they have to suffer through editing the complicated <laughs> episodes <laughs> gosh okay
1: you know what else yeah. it had that also reminded me of D D, um but also that i kind of liked in general was like spy gear yeah um like they stole spy gear from his nowhere and they were using spy gear in fact my favorite i often do like my favorite quote from like the the movie or whatever we're watching and my favorite quote was after he uses like the purse zip line to like go down and like puts it over his back and some random dude on the street is like hey nice purse and he's like i know (laughs) (laughs) tony toretto is comfortable enough with his masculinity To enjoy his uh, spy gear purse. And I (laughs) I appreciate that.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Oh, I remember the other thing I was going to say when we were talking about how bad Vin Diesel looked. Isaiah watched this one with me and he lost his mind. And he was like, why'd they make him look like Mr. Clean? It's Mr. Clean. (laughs) (laughs) And now that I said that, you're picturing it and you're like, oh, it is Mr. Clean.
0: I have something to tell you. Because I am British, I don't actually have like a strong
1: oh,
0: like, no. <laughs> reference point to Mister. K- I know of this meme. Well, but, look like- it up
1: right now. It's not a meme. It's just an ad. I mean, it is also I mean, a meme.
0: I mean, it, I know of it through memes. Yeah, like so <laughs> I cleanly picture that. You you are right. <laughs> uh, you are right, but I couldn't. I couldn't cleanly picture that in my head I'm until. Glad we're all said- on the
1: same page as Mister Clean now, though. Ah. I don't know it's just I'm excited they it's got like Fast and Furious stunts that set piece at the very beginning where they like drive the car off the boat onto the other boat like that's so good it's like yeah yeah. vibe
0: yeah I'm hoping I'm hoping that they continue to keep the animation budget like that at least high enough to maintain shit like that throughout
1: that's a good point uh because sometimes they do like in the middle of a season in a cartoon, the animation will like dip and then get better at the end of a season. The seasons are only eight episodes long, though, so. Uh,
0: so, so maybe, I mean, we can hope, right? We, we can hope. So, so like, let's bring this back into like the stationary and sassy Fast and Furious universe, right? Yes. Let's hope Vin Diesel opened his wallet wide enough to keep the animation <laughs> going. <laughs> like, I like that our podcast now has a fan theory of like how these things are made. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Netflix does do pretty high quality animation. I think it'll be good.
0: Yeah, i I but I've not been I've not understood if that applies to their kids' shows.
1: No, I watch all of the Netflix um, original okay. animations. All right. I recommend Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts if anyone <laughs> wants a recommendation for a show that's really good.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Stationary and Sassy, a Fast and Furious Quarantine Podcast from me, Penelope.
1: And me, Jamie.
0: Until next time, we'll be living our lives a quarter mile at a time. You know what I really hope? I really hope they reference a quarter mile at a time somewhere in this cartoon so we can be like,
1: oh, they said the thing. They said 10 second car.
0: Yeah, they did say 10 second car and they referenced Brian, but they didn't say they didn't say like the line, right? They have a lot
1: of episodes to say the line yeah i hope that they get underage drunk on corona that won't happen